So the third chapter, Yoga Sutras, Vibhutipada, and today we're going to go over sutras number 9 through number 12, and talk about what to do to cultivate meditation. Sundarishitasvatmasukhabodhinishrayasejangalikayamane-sansara-hala-hala-moha-shantye-abahuparushakaram-shankha-chakrasi-dharinam Sahasra-shirasam-shvetam-pranamami-patanjalam Yogena-chittasya-padena-vacham Malam-shari-ratsya-chavaidyakena Yopakarotam-pravaram-muninam Patanjalim Pranjaliranatosmi Om Asatoma Sadgamaya Tamasoma Jyoti Gamaya Mrityorma Amrutam Gamaya Om Shanti 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 Om Sahana Bhavatu Sahana Bhunaktu Sahaviryam Karavavahai Tejaspinavati Tamastumavit Om Shanti 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 Om Namo Brahma Vidbhyo Brahma Vidya Sambradaya Kartribhyo Namo Vamsharishibhyo Namo Mahadbhyo Namo Gurubhyaha Sarvo Paplavarahita Pragnana Ghana Pratigarto Brahmai Bahamasmi Om Tat Sat Om Paramatmane Namaha Shri Patanjala Yoga Darshanam Atavibhutipadaha Desha Bandaha Chittasya Dharana Desha Bandhas Chittasya Dharana Tatra Pratyaya Eka Thanata Dhyanam Tatra Pratyaya Yaikatanatadhyanam Tat eva artha matra nirbhasam Swarupa shunyam iva samadhihi 
तदेवाथमात्रसम स्वूपशून्यमिव सैन्यम तत्जयात् प्रज्ञा आलोक तत्जयात् प्रज्ञा लोक तूमिषु विनियोग तूमिषु विनियोग अंतरंगं पूर्वेभ्य ंगं पूर्वेभ्य बहिंगं निर्बीज तदपि बहिंगं निर्बीज सूत्र फ्रम नाइन्थ व्यूथानीरोध निरोध संस्कारयो संस्कारयो अभिभव अभिभव प्रादोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्दोर्द
These two words join together, Sarvartha, 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 and then these two join together, Ekagratayoho, Ekagratayoho, Sarvartha, Ekagratayoho, and then we're going to join these two vowels to make I, ah, plus a equals I, I, I. Sarvartatai kagratayoho. One more time. Sarvartatai kagratayoho. Kshayodayao, kshayodayao, ah, plus u equals o. Kshayodayao Chittasya Samadhi Parinamaha Chittasya Samadhi Parinamaha Slowly, one time. Sarvartatai Kagratayo Shayodayao chittasya samadhi parinamaha. Next one. Tata puna. Tata punaha. Tata punaha. Shanta uditao. Shanta uditao. Shanto ditao. Shanto ditao. Tulya Pratyayao, Tulya Pratyayao, Chittasya, Chittasya, Ekagrata Parinamaha, Ekagrata Parinamaha, Ekagrata Parinamaha, Ekagrata Parinamaha Chittasya ekagrata Chittasya ekagrata Chittasya ekagrata Parinamaha Once more Chittasya ekagrata Parinamaha Tata Punaf Shanto di tau Tata puna shanto di tau Tulia pratyao Tulia pratyao Chittas yai kagrata parinamaha Tata Puna shanto di tau, turya prat 
Satyayakagratapadinamaha Om Purnamadav Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 When we sit down to meditate, it's difficult. We hear that a lot, right? It's not easy to, to quiet the mind for most people. It's not a natural process to sit down and meditate. And the body gets fidgety after not very long. Um, and the mind jumps around and the internal dialogue, it seems to be going on against our will nonstop. So uh, these are the things that we experience, right? So the question is, what can we do? You know, if are there things that we can do in our life or in our practice to help uh, overcome that? So Patanjali is going to give us, in the next four sutras, he's going to give us three suggestions. And they have to do with practice, which we're all familiar with that. That's you sit down and you actually just practice and you try to meditate. But he does have some, there are some specific things to look at. Uh, so then there's also lifestyle. The way we live our life affects the quality of our attention, the quality of our subconscious. And that if, and that's what we're confronting when we sit down and try to meditate. The quality of our subconscious, what's stored in our bodies and in our minds. So, and he also says to keep doing the things that you've been doing. We talked about Kriya Yoga and examining our patterns and our habits, the way we respond and re react to things and all the thoughts and opinions and prejudices and all these things that we carry around with us as baggage, ways of thinking and relating to things that we've developed uh, that end up having their own inertia, almost like they have their own life force that dictate the way our subconscious functions and the way our mind will function when we try to direct our mind to get it to do something, but it's going up against all this energy, this life energy that we've stored up inside. So the first one, Vyutana Nirodha Samskara Yoho Abhibhava Pradur Bhavau Nirodakchana Chitan Bayo Nirodha Parinamaha So that spectrum between the mind doing its own thing, it's being deviant or unruly, and the mind being focused, being able to focus the mind, but then the energy of the mind that seems to go against our volition against our will, have its own mind of its own. Our big portion of our mind has a mind of its own. So that's this, this is a spectrum. And as the mind goes from 
one side as we get more tendency to be more unruly we're going to have less tendency to be able to be stable if we have develop more tendency to be stable we'll have less tendency to be unruly to be unfocused so the unruly tendencies that what we call butana that first word butana as those diminish the stable tendencies the ability to focus will increase that's simple math obvious once it's pointed out to us right so this thing is to identify that happening in your mind those moments where the mind is focused to become more cognizant more aware of when the mind is present when it's focused and how that feels in yourself right when the mind is behaving according to your will versus when it's not behaving so that you can then cultivate by becoming more alert to it you can start to cultivate it more and then create a transformation in your mind the transformation that we refer to as nirodha parinama because nirodha is the word for control if you remember sutra 12 at the very beginning of the yoga sutras the definition of yoga is yoga is chitta vritti nirodha so the chitta vritti is having its own mind its vyutana it's unruly it doesn't behave you tell it to go stay here and it stays here only for a little bit as soon as it gets a chance it goes somewhere else <laughs> so then we have to bring the mind back right and when we have the mind under control and when it begins to settle a little bit it has a different quality of sensation to it so we identify those qual those moments those kshana nirodha kshana those moments of control and then the mind will start to follow those can follow into those uh moments it has a different quality to it has a different feeling to it so uh let's go to the next page and we'll look at the individual words vyutana nirodha samskara yoho abhibhava pradur bhavau nirodhakshana chit anvayo nirodha parinamaha and so the process we just described is really like using your will to try to gain control of your mind so nirodha it takes a lot of effort when we're practicing to keep our attention focused on our breath and our vinyasas one after the next it takes a lot of willpower uh so vyutana means unruly or deviant vyutana and it's the opposite of nirodha which means controlled focused or contained samskara means a tendency tendency if you practice something for a while that tendency becomes more prominent more you become more proficient and if you practice being angry you will get really good at being angry and then the little you'll be able to get angry over the littlest thing you'll be so good at getting angry just the littlest thing is all you need and you can get angry as you practice it whatever you practice you'll get good at 
So I also included the word skill because samskara, kara means to do. The root of kara is to do. And some can, one of the meanings of some can be perfect. Right? So to be able to do something perfect because you've developed such an ingrained um, tendency in your system or the you've practiced it so much that it's second nature to you. You become good at it. So it's a tendency that you have in sense of your behavior, but it's also things that you've been cultivating, skills that you've been cultivating. So some scars are not necessarily bad. They're not necessarily good. They come in both flavors. They come in a variety of flavors, many flavors. Abhibhava means becoming less and pradur Bhava means becoming more. So in other words, if the Vyutana is becoming Abhibhava, becoming less, then the Niroda is Pradorbhava, is becoming more. Simple math. Right? The, the, uh, in direct inverse proportion. When one goes up, the other goes down. So that's it. We're talking about the tendency, like basically the tendency of your subconscious. The more you practice trying to identify and cultivate and stay locked into those moments, the kshanas of nirodha, the more nirodha samskaras you will cultivate. Shana means moment. Shana means moment. So Nirodakshana. Nirodakshana, the moments of where the mind is controlled. Nirodakshana. Chitta means your mind, your psyche. Anvaya means following or common. How can we, how can following in common be similar? Because if, if you follow somebody, like their behavior or their, you follow, you develop the, the characteristics of that thing that you're following. So Anvaya really has this connotation of there's a commonality to it or a universality to it. So you're going to become, if you're following the nirodakshana, the moments of, of control, of focused attention, then your mind's going to take on those qualities of nirodha. It's going to fill up and those, Patanjali in the next sutra is going to talk about how when we're having the, the focusedness in our experience, when those focused samskaras are more active, that's when we feel the sukha, the pleasantness, which he calls a prashanta. So I'm jumping ahead a little bit. So this process, 
he's, he's going to use this word parinama for each of the three suggestions. Uh, in this first one, we're talking about cultivating the, transforming the mind so it has the ability to focus when you, from at will, when you direct it with your willpower to focus. Nirodha parinama. Cultivating st stability, mental stability. I love it when the when the breath gets really like dialed in, and the focus is in there. Like watching the breath, like the prashanta. It's like I mean they use the word actually amrita nectar in a lot of the texts or sometimes they say the nectar of the moon or or they refer to the the like the milky way they call your shashumna nadi the the milky way or the heavenly path because it has this quality that's very satisfying to it but if the mind is thinking about coffee or pizza or your to-do list while you're doing pranayama, then you're missing out on that experience of the prashanta. You're not you're not present with the the sensation that's coming from your practice. You might still be practicing the pranayama, and your mind can be somewhere else, but you're not then present with the sensations that are coming. So this there's. The reason I brought that up is because there's a, there's a physiological component to this aspect of developing meditation. And this is how we want to view our pranayama practice. That pranayama is the bridge into meditation. And by concentrating on the quality of our attention, recognizing how our attention is moving around and where to bring it into the body. Where, where to bring it into the body that gives it the most connection with itself and the most stability and the most connection with that uh, sense of being attuned to its, its own life energy. Right? We're trying to, when we bring our mind inside, we're, we're trying to get more connected to ourself, right? What is ourself? Ourself is life. We are life energy. How does that life energy get into this machine? Where is that point where the junction feels to be the most concentrated, the most vivified, the most alive? Along the central nervous system or the the brain stem the uh, medulla oblongata that comes down out of the brain and all those mystical glands that they like to talk about pineal pituitary blah 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 all those things you know they're all right around that same area around the medulla oblongata right around where we have to adjust the palate and the throat to slip around from catching tension and strain when we're making transitions in our breathing, in our pranayama practice. 
the longer and the more subtle we stretch the breath, the more finesse and the more delicate that process becomes and the deeper the experience getting into the process becomes. So it's teasing the mind to come deeper, 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 deeper inside the physiology of the self being inside the body. So that's why that stuff is in the second chapter. We have to practice asana and pranayama for so many different reasons. Basic reason, we have to stay healthy. We have to keep the body healthy. We don't want the body to become an, a burden and an obstacle because of unhealth. Um, but also because it teaches us how to learn, how to work with reality, that this is our piece of real estate. It's real. How it functions is based on principles of creation that uh, we have to learn to understand and tame our our unruly desires and aversions. You know, to be able to work more carefully, more sensitively with these energies and mechanics inside. Prashanta, prashanta, prashanta. So, and when we're more focused in our life, also, it's not just limited to on the map, but it's it spills out into the rest of our life if we are able to carry a more focused quality into our life, then everything seems to come more efficiently and more easily for us. So we get calmness, contentment, pleasantness, so many different words we can use to describe it. And we get less of the things we don't want, the things that age the body more quickly and prevent us from enjoying ourselves and enjoying life. Stress. Stress. Uh. So, I already told, I, we already said this. So. It's called Niroda Parinama, this sutra. Vyutana, Vyutana, Nirodha, Samskari Yoho, Abhibhava, Pradur Bhavao, Nirodhakshana, Chitanvayo, Nirodha Parinamaha. Tasya Prashanta Bahita Samskarat Tasya Prashanta Bahita Samskarat From the tendencies of stability, of a mental stability, arise pleasant calmness from within us. Tasya is the possessive form of tut. Tut means that. So that has the possessive. Uh, referring to the, some, the, view, the nirodha samskaras. Right? From the nirodha samskaras. Samskaras means tendencies, right? 
abilities that we've cultivated. Prashanta means special peace. Vahita means flows. But it's not a it's not a a thing. It's a thing that's it's a process that's alive and moving and happening inside of you. So Vahita, Prashanta Vahita. Because it's not a thing you can hold on to. You can't dissect open a person and, and find the peace. <laughs> a piece you can't find a piece of peace inside them. It's it's something that's it's an experience that's like water. It's it's flowing from moment to moment. So from the Niroda samskaras. Samskara the at means that it's ablative means that it's because of or from and he gave us the pronoun here which is in the genitive or the possessive form so giving you a little sanskrit grammar along the way also uh, one more time tasya prashanta vahita samskarat Easy one. We'll do one more time. Last one. Tasya prashanta vahita samskarat. So the second suggestion lifestyle. Sarvartata ekagrata yoho. Ekagratayoho Shaya Udayao Shaya Udayao Chittasya Samadhi Parinamaha Chittasya Samadhi Parinamaha Sarvartata Ekagratayoho Shaya Udayao Chittasya so by reducing our tendency to multitask, instead of just doing one thing at a time, we cultivate, by reducing our tendency to multitask, right? And just doing one thing at a time, we cultivate the ability to go more deeply into meditation. Because the mind takes whatever practices it will get good at. So if you practice just keeping your mind on one thing and not trying to keep track of everything all at the same time, you'll develop the ability to go deep, more deeply into your meditation more easily. It also can mean, right, this word sarvartata, it can mean like multitasking or it can mean doing too many different things in your life in general. So by simplifying our life, reducing the scope of our activities, we'll cultivate the ability to go more deeply into our meditation. Sarvartata ekagrata yoho kshayodayao chittasya samadhi parinamaha Sarvartata means Jack of all trades. Not literally. <laughs> There's no no Sanskrit for the word Jack. <laughs> the name Jack. 
uh, but doing so many different things, having your, your energies scattered and not rather than mastering one or two things, uh, you're trying to do too many things. Ekagrata, uh, these should be long as. These should be both long as. Ekagrata means one-pointedness, having the quality of single-minded focus. Kshaya means reducing, diminishing. And Udaya means arising, increasing, arising. Chittasya. Let me give you a Sanskrit lesson again. Chittasya. Asya. Same ending, huh? Tasya. Here it's uh, Chittasya. There it's uh, Tasya. So Asya is a single masculine form for possessive if the word ends in a a. Uh. Like chitta ends in a. Uh. The final sound of the word chitta is a. Uh. So the mind right, is going to get this transformation into samadhi, samadhi parinama. Oh, I didn't tell you what chitta means. Chitta means mind. Did you know? I've had that word so many times. Samadhi Parinama is being defined, so we don't we don't translate it. We have to understand the meaning of the sutra to understand Samadhi Parinama. Right, so the important thing with this sutra really is that we can't just rely on the practice. Like the previous thing, we can't just rely on just sitting down, practicing, and trying to meditate. Or doing our asana and our pranayama, and then magically we're going to be able to meditate. Because we get so good at asana and pranayama, and I'm so good at forcing myself to sit still for an hour or two hours, but my mind is jumping like so many different places, and so much crazy sensations in the body and pains that come up. We're at like you know around an hour into sitting <laughs> uh, so if we address the overall way that we do things in life this is the point of this sutra sarvartata ekagrata yoho kshayodayao chittasya samadhi parinamaha but that's even more powerful because you spend maybe two hours, at most four hours probably a day, practicing yoga. Maybe even only an hour, you know, for some of us Ashtangis, but somewhere around two hours probably for lots of Ashtanga yogis. Um, but then there's 22 hours of the rest of the day where what's, how are we, what are we doing with our time and our energy the other 22 hours? That's a lot of some scars that's being cultivated the other 22 hours in proportion to the two hours where we're practicing. The practices can only do so much to move that mountain or that ocean actually, ocean of some scars. 
just from that two hours a day. When So the other 22 hours, if we're attentive to how we're directing our attention, how we're paying attention to things, and we're more conscious of that, and we um, then we'll really start to develop more of an ability to, once you sit down and you choose your object of focus in dharana, then for the mind to more naturally have that tendency to slide into the next depth of attention, to slide into dhyana, where the peripheral drops off. And even ultimately then to lose your sense of boundary between you and the object and slip into samadhi from dharana to dhyana to samadhi. But if we're multitasking all the time, then meditation is always going to be a little bit painful and challenging, if not a lot challenging and painful, scattered. And, you know, and a lot of us, we have maybe a lot of responsibilities, but those are things that we took on. Uh, once we've taken them on, we're responsible for managing them uh, responsibly. But it's, it's good to think about the, how it's going to affect our ability to get through life uh, without stressing out be able to be calm and focused through our life, how much we take on in our life. So to try to pare it down to what's essential so that we can have a better quality attention on the things that we, that we do do. The stress level will go down a lot in the quality level of our attention and joy and experience in life will go up more. Yeah. So they have like in India, if you're first you go through your education and then you get married, the traditional you know, stages of life and you have kids. So that's like considered the, the most uh, rigorous demanding of the phases of life is when you have the children and you have to work to support your children and if it's a very traditional setting lifestyle then you're supporting your parents also in their retirement and you're taking care of the kids and so you're really like the backbone for the culture for society as a householder but the reward comes or the 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 break comes after your kids become independent and then you can start to reduce the level of responsibilities you're carrying and return back to practice. In the beginning, your education was to support you so that you could do a better job and be more qualified to get through life. So you can, you need some qualifications to work, but you also need some qualifications how to manage yourself. So the education in a traditional setting in the old times would include also uh, practices that help you uh, better manage your, your stress and your ability to enjoy the, the things that you do have to do. A lot of yogic principles woven into the fabric of the 
ancient Indian culture. Thanks to the primarily attributed to the sage Agastya, who was a student of Shiva, one of the yogis that Shiva taught some many, many thousands of years ago. So the second one we're calling Samadhi Parinama because it helps us make that, that transformation from dharana into deeper states, dhyana, samadhi. Whereas the first one we talked about, the Nirodha Parinama, was just learning to understand and, and become more skillful at identifying uh, the sensation of the mind when it is focused. Nirodha Parinama. So this one is Samadhi Parinama. So you, your attention can really delve and merge into the body of your work. There's going to be a sutra in the coming up uh, middle of the third chapter where he uses a metaphor saying to merge into the body of another. Right? But this is actually, it's a metaphor referring to samadhi. Not going into another person's body, but an, a body other than your this body yourself, you merge into the body of your concentration what you're doing, what you're focused on. Uh, so let's just touch on, on this third one and we can pick up and we can go into a little bit of depth with this one uh, next week. Um, I put in some notes. I took uh, some stuff from a Buddhist text that relates to, to the subject of cultivating meditation. Uh, so it's, I have uh, quite a few notes to share. So basically, in a nutshell, the third suggestion is you keep doing the Kriya Yoga and the Ashtanga Yoga. You keep practicing Asana and Pranayama. Try and study and analyze yama niyamas. You keep doing the swadhyaya to analyze yourself uh, during your practice and outside of your practice in your life. The kriya yoga, tapas, swadhyaya, ishvara pranidhana, kriya yoga. Let's recite the previous one one more time, and then we'll recite the number 12 a couple of times. Sarvartata ekagratayoho kshaya udayao chittasya samadhi parinamaha Gunath shanto ditao tulya pratyayao chittasyai kagrata parinamaha tatap gunath shanto ditao tulya pratyayao chittasyai kagrata parinamaha 
So the translation uh something like this uh tatapuna means yet again. So yet again we have to continue the work of calming our memory so the memory and the present moment come into balance. Shanta udita. Shanta udita. The shantas, the memories are settled into our system. But the present moment is arising. It's what's happening. It's coming up right now in front of us. So that we want the shanta, our memory, which supports intelligence. It's a good thing to have a good, healthy memory, but we don't want it to override and start dominating our understanding and our perception of what's arising right now in the moment in front of us. Shantoditao Tulia. Tulia means a scale, so we want to bring it into balance. Tulia Pratyayao, what the content was flowing through our mind. Tulia Pratyayao Chittasya. And then this gives the mind the Ekagrita Parinamaha. Ekagrita Parinamaha the transformation of one-pointedness. And a one-pointed mind means, right, in samadhi parinama, you can go into samadhi, but still there's some scars that are going to come up and you're not necessarily going to come out of samadhi by conscious choice. You're going to stay in samadhi until the subconscious kind of brings you out of it. So ekagrata is referring to a state where the subconscious is being cleaned up enough or your relationship, your reaction to your own subconscious has been cleaned up enough that you have more, much greater capacity to choose when you go into and out of samadhi. So it's a much closer level towards being liberated because then you can go into samadhi and then you decide when to come out because you've been there long enough for you. You have other things to do. Right? Otherwise, you're just being carried around by the forces of the universe. It's not freedom. It's compulsion and the universe dictating for you. So ekagrata is a is a very very advanced level so the kriya yoga ashtanga yoga actually patanjali is going to tell us even all the way to the end of the fourth chapter before talking about final liberation he's going to tell us you keep doing this you keep doing this this is how you get completely so that you're in control of deciding not that you can just make anything happen Right? Everything has to be in relationship to what is possible with what's happening in the universe at that given moment. But you're, you're cognizant. You're able to be a cognizant partner in the process. Okay? Anybody have anything to, to add? Why don't you want to stay in samadhi all the time? Uh... 
Well, that's a really good, good question, isn't it? I mean, you do you, yeah. you can talk about it next week if you want to. <laughs> no, what's, what's your idea? There's, there's, well, I mean, it's interesting what you just angles. said. How, you know, so that's it's getting me thinking because of what you just said about. So you, then, it, then it makes me question. Well, then, how long do you want to be in samadhi for? You know, yeah. if you can, if you can even reach a samadhi, right? Yeah. So in that sense, the way I, I phrased it, the way I de you know depicted it, is like more or less relating to like a seated practice of meditation and being in samadhi. Uh, uh, so. That's true. Yeah. Like, you know, some people do reach a point where they can be in samadhi while they're doing things, while they're experiencing. Right. Yeah. In, engaging right. with people and doing things. And that's a different, that's a different thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So and that yeah. is so definitely we don't, we don't. something, you know, that's what we're, the final, the final level is having that state yeah, as like a norm, becoming a normal state. But maybe like taking one day a week to meditate all day. Yeah, so we're support. training, you know, if you're going to train for right, a triathlon. Training. If you're going right. to run a triathlon, you better train, right? Right. <laughs> if you want to reach a certain level of right. performance and ability and experience, you have to train for it. So okay. that's what the, you know, asana pranayama and meditation, like formal seated meditation versus lifestyle, you know, trying to be mindful and single pointed, put wholeheartedly focus your attention on everything you do, cutting the vegetables, talking right. to the, your client on the phone, all these things. Right. Yeah. So that's, but I can see how what you're saying too, is that, it, there can be an addiction to wanting to to do asana, pranayama, and meditation all day, all the time, and then you're not taking care of other things in life. Is right. that what you're? Is that the point you're trying to make earlier? Like, not to be doing that all the time? No, I wasn't actually. I didn't mean to make a judgment about it. Oh. Okay. I just meant you know, for most people, we have other things to do. I mean, all of us here, I think, right, have other things to do. None of us are monks. Or, or yogis living in caves where we can, we're just, you know, there to sit for three or four or ten years or whatever. <laughs> so that that's two completely but different I, I, situations. I know that I've felt that at times where, like, I I get pulled into that and then I yeah. don't want to do anything else. So yeah. that's why it made So you me should go on retreat sometimes so you can do yes. that. Because right. that's very... That'll lay down a lot of deep some scars to make that that state of attention, that experience, more readily accessible to you in more common scenarios, common situations. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that thank is you. the process exactly. Thank you. Swasti Prajabhyaha Paripalayantam Nyayena Margena Mahim Mahishaha 
ब्राह्मणेभ्य शुभमस्तु निोका समस्ता सुखिनो काले वर्षतु प्रजन्य पृथ्वी सस्यशालनी देशो यम क्षोभ ब्राह्मणा सी निर्भ्या अपुत्रा पुत्रि सन्धु पुत्रि सन्धु पौत्रिण अदना सदना सन्धु जीवन षडदात शांतिर्भवतुर्वेशांपूर्णमुखिनाचिभागे शाति 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 ओ पूर्णमद पूर्णमीद पूर्णात्दच्यते पूर्ण से पूर्णमादा पूर्णमेवशिष्य ओ शाति 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 ओ तत्सत प्रमाणमस्तू